the college basketball experience, Michigan Wolverines, 2022, 23 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars and get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. What's up everybody. This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers. And you're listening to S G P N let it ride. Shout out to the broad stop. Thank you guys. listening to? Well, that's a good question. I'm joking. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and, um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> I smoke and I drink and I might just slap another coach in the face. Oh, I love talking Michigan, Michigan hoops. I go back to the days. I remember fucking Romeo Robinson back then, back in the day, Glenn Rice. He fucked Sarah Palin at the great Alaskan shootout. That's a great story. You might not know about. I am joined by I mean, this guy, you're going to see him. He's on the, he's behind the scenes on the college football experience, uh, the college basketball experience, uh, the college. Well, he's the host of the college baseball experience. You're going to be hearing him a lot on this show, the college basketball experience and, uh, and some other stuff. He's working with the MLB gambling podcast. Give it up for my guy, Michigan fan. So I knew I had to get this guy on. So give it up for my guy, Noah Beanick. How you doing, Noah? What's good, Colby. You're talking about some pre Noah stuff, but Thank you for having me on. I'm very excited to discuss this team. College basketball in Michigan is the biggest thing going right now. Michigan State, they had a flash in the pan CFP appearance. Maybe Michigan's football team's coming around the corner, but you know, the Lions, the Red Wings, the Tigers, the Pistons, they all suck. We haven't had a playoff pro sports team since 2016. The consistency that Tom Izzo provides with Michigan State, the foundation that John Beeline gave Jawan Howard to build upon has really kept sports fans in my area alive. Dude, I fucking love this team and I can't wait to dive in deeper with you over the next 40 minutes or so. And yes, big Michigan fan myself. I have the number one ranked Michigan hockey team on the TV beside me. They're playing number 13 Penn state. Mm. And I mean, I think this is a perfect pod to like flutter the idea. A lot of Michigan hockey fans out there, there isn't a college hockey experience. I'm just saying, Hey, Hey, if I knew a damn thing about uh, hockey, <laughs> but maybe we can figure something out at some point because you know, we got love. We got love for all the sports out there. We do. All right. I played, I played hockey like two times as a kid. 
watched okay, uh, one of the times. I didn't know. Well, uh, street hockey on on pavement, All right? right? I and, was I was a high hockey player for about thirteen years, my glory days. Oh, there you go, <laughs> there you go. Well, but this is the way my career went. All right, we were just always playing sports, like five days a week, six days a week, actually, shit, yeah. seven days a week, just in the front or the backyard, you know. Everywhere I lived, right next to a school, so we would go play basketball. Perfect. It was an easy walk. We had uh, two little, we had a little football field that we called Soldier Field, and a big okay. football field that we called Lambeau Field. Awesome. And we would play pretty much every single day at, the, at the, those locations. But we'd also, you know, summertime, we'd start watching baseball. We'd play some baseball, N- never a ton of baseball, mostly dominated by football and basketball, but decent amount of baseball. But then we're like, Hey, we should try hockey. We play NHL 94 <laughs> all the time for Sega Genesis. And uh, we tried street hockey. We, uh, you know, they, I only played in two games. Cause I took a, I took a, a missed slap shot to the nuts. Like someone <laughs> missed the slap shot and it hit me in the nuts. And I, I resigned. Dude, I've been there. I played goalie. <laughs> I resigned. Uh, my career ended right then. So, yeah. uh, you know, then, uh, then I thought about a different sports. I was like, this sport sucks. Makes no <laughs> sense. Yeah. But, uh, but, but, but look, I, I got love for the hockey guys out there. Right? Maybe they didn't get hit in the nuts. All right. A, a shot yeah, to the front, nuts changes somebody. Was the yeah. baseball field, so like, there's a bear spot still from ten years ago, and my dad's still pissed about with me and my friends. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we we were doing it. We even had like the Nerf the Nerf basketball hoop on on the door. <laughs> Got a classic. Yeah, that's like some dorm room, dude. We right were, we had some five on five shit going on once, and and someone went through the wall. So my dad, my dad, much better man than I am because I, I think I would have uh, kicked everyone out of the house. I mean, he was pissed, but just he, he my wasn't. school find me for sending a kid through the wall playing dorm room basketball. Oh, oh yeah, what was that fine? Uh, eight hundred bucks. Eight hundred dollars. What a fucking joke. Private school too. They don't yeah. need the money. Well, Juwan Howard, what did he get fined for that slap? All right, it was basically the equivalent of eight hundred dollars. To him because a slap on the wrist. he made a hundred million. He got a hundred million dollar contract from the Washington Bullets back in the day. Let's talk about Juwan. What do you make of Juwan Howard as uh, you know he enters year four? The what does the common Michigan fan say? Are we happy with that Juwan Howard's uh, their coach or uh, or not? I mean, he's sixty one and thirty two in three years. What do you, what do you make of it? Dude, Juwan Howard has proven almost everything he has needed to to me at least. I think the past two years. I mean, a story that is not talked about at all. Come NCAA tournament time, we have entered the tournament without our most important player on our roster. And Howard coached this team to the second weekend in both of the last two tournaments. In 2021, we didn't have Isaiah Livers, and we went to the Elite Eight. And yes, Hunter Dickinson, he was the best player on the roster last year. But not having your starting point guard in Devontae Jones due to COVID or concussion, whatever it was, and going to the Sweet 16, that was incredible. Thank you, Mr. Rick Barnes. I was I was at the forefront of calling that up. So. <laughs> That's true. Fade Rick Barnes been a been a shit long before the college basketball experience. That's been a motto we've lived by <laughs> yeah. since he was coaching at Clemson. Um, uh, folks, remember we are on YouTube. Subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Uh, we're, wherever you listen to podcasts, and we're on YouTube as uh, the College Basketball Experience. Or I'm sorry, the College Experience. YouTube.com/slash the College Experience. And remember, when the season tips on November 6th, every single night of the season, you will hear my stinking voice because I, uh, you know, we've been doing this for years, and we handicap every single uh, D1 basketball game, every single one, every single night of the season. Uh, we've been over 500. Every single year, me picking every game, folks. Uh, Locks been way over five hundred, but we're not. 
yes, we are on the sports gambling podcast network. We love to gamble, but we also were, were diehard college basketball fans long before we were replaced our first bet. So it's a mixture of both. If you have it, if you're just trying to get into college basketball, come check it out. Come check it out. Um, looking back at this team from a season ago, uh, what do you think? Like, okay, I, obviously, I know injuries were a thing, but what 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 do you think? Like, the glaring weaknesses of this team were from a season ago. Oh, the glaring weaknesses were they couldn't make shots on the outside. We just relied on Hunter Dickinson too much. You know, last year super, super high and borderline irrational expectations, in my opinion, were placed on this program in the preseason. Caleb Houston didn't live up to the hype. Uh, you know, the five-star that was yeah, brought in to yeah. be a consistent shooter. He just didn't provide that. And in my opinion, in respect to Caleb, I think it's a little bit of an addition by subtraction. Musa Diabate, I fell in love with his style of play throughout the year, but I mean, he just wasn't a stretch four. And then when when you have Hunter Dickinson, Diabate just got overshadowed. Eli Brooks, I think, is the biggest loss here. He was like the ultimate glue guy. It's going to be tough to replace him. Devontae Jones wasn't really a difference maker until the second half of the year. But that's when I think you're talking about injuries, even though, I mean, I think he was slowed down by a concussion. Then he had COVID this program yeah. in February. You know, they had a big COVID outbreak, even spreading the staff members. I mean, this team has heart because, you know, I think back to the the Illinois game where Dickinson was out with COVID and dudes who had never played were picking up important minutes. I remember that we saw, game. Yeah. We saw the heart of this team when uh, Jace Howard was out there just causing turnovers on Kofi Coburn. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. You look back at last year's team, obviously good run. Eli Brooks gone. Devonte Jones gone. Uh, Houston, the five-star Diabate all gone, all gone. So oh, I, I, I think that's a lot of production to lose, but at the same time, you got great news. When you find out Hunter Dickinson's returning the seven, one, uh, you know, center, I, I mean, he's almost not like a center in many ways, but um, he's a beast, uh, you know, average about 19 points a game and nine boards. Just about um, you look elsewhere. They did hit the portal. You saw them do it last year with Jones. Um, yep. They, they go uh, to Princeton and get Jalen uh, Llewellyn who I, I think, I think might be a sneaky, good get fifth year, senior average, just about 16 points a game in the Ivy league, four boards and two and a half assists. I think that might be a sneaky, go get. They also, they also, uh, you know, go out and get Joey Baker yeah. from the Duke blue devils. Uh, talk to me about the portal. What do you think? How, how do you think they'll this roster? So they return they return. I mean, this is a team that doesn't return much. Jace Howard, Not you much. just mentioned Isaiah Barnes. Uh, other than that, uh, Buffkin, Kobe Buffkin. But I mean, there's not a lot of production. Terrence Williams. Uh, talk to me about the portal and the returning players as far as like, what do you make of, of a, the portal and also of what do you have returning other than Dickinson? Well, you know, what's returning isn't much. Like you mentioned, Kobe Bufkin did fill out his frame. You know, I have the leisure of watching a preseason game with Michigan. Like a lot of these team previews, we didn't see uh, preseason games prior to talking about him. Bufkin filled himself out. He was a skinny little freshman last year. Uh, he looked pretty good. He dropped 21 and he was three for th five on threes. Like I mentioned, outside shooting was a huge issue with this team last year. Um, and then Terrence Williams really came on later in the year. Uh, he's going to be a really good three or four, uh, wherever you want to put him. Um, 
because, you know, we're going to get to it a little bit later. Jet Howard comes in and he's going to start for us. I have high hopes for Jalen Llewellyn, kind of like you going to the Ivy League. We've gotten another prominent scorer. It worked really well for us two years ago with Mike Smith coming from Columbia. You know, these smart guys from the Ivy, they buy into the system more than we found out. Jay Lou, he averaged uh, 15 points in the Ivy League last year, four boards, three assists. We're hoping that this guy can step right in and just be a distributor of the basketball to Hunter Dickinson and Jet Howard. Um, you know, also in the portal, Joey Baker, outside shooter by nature. Like that is what he did at Duke, came off the bench, hit a few shots. That's exactly the role that we plan to have him uh, in this year for Michigan as well. Yeah, I thought that might have been an underrated get as well. And then when you for add sure. in when you add in the freshman, uh, I know you met, mentioned Jed Howard. Uh, they also have Terrace Reed, Doug McDaniel, uh, just a slew of freshmen there. Yusef uh, Kayat is Kayat. it? Okay, yeah. Lebanese, I believe, right? If uh, mm-hmm. if I had to guess, um, I know he was a big time recruit. Uh, and 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 it's I wonder how much burn do you think the freshman will get? Obviously Howard will get a lot of burn. Yeah. Will we be seeing Kayat or uh you think I think so. Yeah. I I don't know if he's gonna, I don't know if he's going to start, but uh my sleeper is Yusef Kayat. I mean, when he committed, I don't know if you saw it on the video, but he goes go blues. I'm sure being on campus he knows how to say go blue now, but yeah. I mean this international may, may, maybe player, he's a St. Louis Blues fan. Uh yeah, there you, you know, go. the international <laughs> wing player, he's dude, he's got Michigan fans excited because he reminds us of the Wagners. You know, we've been yeah. blessed with Mo yeah. and Frosnay lately. This kid looks exactly like him. There we go. So if um, I had to guess, if I had to Jet, guess, no. do you want me that, to talk about Jet a little yeah, bit? Yeah, sure. I mean, he's only a four star. Uh, I know recruiting rankings are bullshit, but I mean, he went to the summer camp with all these NBA players. He was the MVP. Like they named them MVP there. So four star beating out a bunch of five stars for this MVP, multiple people like, you know, a journalist that were there said he was the best player on the floor of the whole camp. He's a lengthy guy that could play the four or on the wing because he's just got an incredible shooting game. You mentioned Terrace Reed as well, ranked 35th in the top 100 recruits. He's not projected to get a ton of playing times being behind uh, Dickinson, but you know, Doug McDaniel, he's a bulldog point guard, small, but he has heart. Um, fun fact, he played on the same high school team as Trevor Keels and Jeremy Roach and NC Knicks wow. boys. So, yeah. I mean, when they left Doug in his senior year, won his conferences player of the year in both football and basketball. So he's going to compete. Uh, I like that kid a lot. He's going to compete with Jalen for some minutes and just some stats. They played Ferris state and there, there was no Michigan state almost losing the D two grand Valley state in, in state school. here. <laughs> they ran shit. Ferris state out of here. They Jet Howard put up 30 points and he had made six threes. I mean, that is what this team needs outside shooting to give some help to Dickinson down low. I mean, this kid really has me excited for Michigan. You're talking me in, but you are a Michigan fan. So part of me is like, uh, you know, he's talking me into really buying into this team. But uh, 2021, we were not highly looked upon. We run the table. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. (laughs) And it's an open big 10. Uh, I want to project what I think the the starting five will be, but before I do that, I want to tell folks out there that the college basketball experience, Michigan Wolverines, 2022, 23 season preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. 
and from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. All right, we are back talking Wolverine hoops. I can't wait. I remember the days of tractor trailer. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> Mo Taylor. Uh Jamal Crawford. Um you know, my my days are more Stuart Douglas and uh shoot, Trey Burke. Those are my days. <laughs> hey, that works. That works. All right. Uh looking if I had to guess the starting five and you saw this game against Ferris Wheel State or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> um it. uh you, you know who Ferris State I is. Know. You're they, preaching them in D two football. I know. Come they're on. they're nasty D two football <laughs> folks. Look, I Subscribe to the college football experience. We talk college football year round over there. We talk college basketball year round over there. And I and I have an FCS show, and I want to do a D two show. So, shout out to Fair State. Um, projecting the starting five, Llewellyn's going to be the one. Yeah. I I feel pretty concrete that that's going to be the one there. The two, I'm making the assumption it's going to be Kobe Bufkin at the two. Correct? Yeah, or I'm or right no? there with you. I think Kobe should step up into that role. And I think the three will be Jet Howard. For sure. I, I'm really high on this kid. <laughs> Four, Terrence Williams. You got it. 500 Dickinson. I should be involved with the fucking space program because I'm a genius. <laughs> if this is right, is this, if this is who they, they wheel out on that hardwood on uh, November 7th, perhaps. Uh, no, I mean, I think it's pretty easy with this team. A lot of these teams that can actually be hard because there's like 7 million transfers. Um, well, let's, 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 let's take a look at the schedule here. Let's, let's just try to forecast. I know you're a Homer, so I know you're going to have them <laughs> winning the national championship. No, no, I don't. <laughs> okay. There we go. Well, they better watch out. Actually, <laughs> actually watch out, watch out, watch out <laughs> on Monday, November 7th, because I know you see uh, Purdue's on the schedule. Well, now, no, not Matt painters, Purdue. This is a much more uh, dangerous Purdue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm joking, Matt, Matt, Matt painter, but this is on big 10 network. Um, Purdue or IPFW sounds like a fucking airport, but I mean, uh, they're, they were 21 and 12 a season ago and they bring back some nice pieces. John Kaufman's doing a good job there. So, Hey, watch out. If you're bringing in a lot of new pieces, chemistry is not there. Hey, I got you guys winning this one. One and out. Happened happened last year. We had a we had a scare against Buffalo and somebody else early in the early in the season. I remember as well. that Buffalo game. Yeah. Uh, you got a one and out, right? Yeah, I have them winning that game. Actually, the game that I thought you were saying watch out, watch out for was you know Eastern with you know the storyline for all the uh, little guys out there. Imani Bates went to EMU. And he was in uh, contact former, with f- former Juwan. five star, former yeah, five star, he, by the way, continue. And he the story, was in sorry. contact with Jawan Howard throughout the summer. I think that's a revenge game for that's Amani true. Bates there. And I, I don't think this game is, this is in Detroit, whatever they call that stadium. Used to, they used to have the Joe Lewis arena somewhere there. I don't know what the fuck it's called now. Little uh, Caesars arena. Yeah. Little Caesars meep meep or what do they say? Something like that when yeah. pizza pizza. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> Then uh, I got them two and zero though. I'm not buying into this EMU yeah, action nonsense. Too. I got them two and zero. I actually believe if they're going to lose one, it'd be IPFW and not EM, EMU. That is so. Uh, uh, the Legends Classic though then happens on November 16th uh, in Brooklyn, New York. The Pitt Panthers, who 
they're going to be a mess. I'm surprised they bring, <laughs> they, they br- I'm surprised they bring Jeff Capel back. I know. D- Dior Johnson, their point guard. Uh, he, he punched a cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not the smartest thing to do. No. I don't know the scenario, so I will give him a little bit of a pass. And he, you know, hasn't been, I mean, he's, he's got a felony charge pending, yeah. uh, but you know, maybe, maybe he can get out of that thing. Uh, but I can tell you this, I am not taking Pitt with a 10 foot pole. They Pitt opens up with UT Martin. I think UT Martin might beat him. Uh, so three and oh, you yeah. Pittsburgh, the city where I went to college, dude, I chose to go to Duquesne games over that poverty ACC school. Yes. I mean, so three and oh, now they will play the winner of Arizona state and VCU, which I think will be very interesting because yeah. uh, Arizona state is Bobby Hurley is in many ways there's parallels with him and Jeff Capel. He hasn't been able to get the, get the thing going. They've been talented. They've been super talented. You saw it when Remy Martin ends up at Kansas winning a national championship or some other players transfer out. Um, He's got a talented roster. I look at that roster and I say, Hmm, they're pretty good. I think they're well, they're very well capable of beating Michigan, but I also think I can never count on Arizona state. So I would lean Michigan if they played them, if they play VCU, that's when I would love them to see because VCU is always like oozing with athleticism. Ace Baldwin is there still. Uh, that is one that would be very tricky. They're not a finesse team. They're kind of like they're going to make you earn it, lock you down defensively. Dickinson probably going to have a huge game though because I don't know if they have a match for him. But I could see them losing to either of these teams. I really could. I mean, I I, I feel like I would favor them against Arizona State and favor them against VCU. But I do think if I had to pick a team that would get them. It would be VCU. You know, Hunter Dickinson, you mentioned him. He's a big grudge guy. And the Wolverines, let me tell you, they are absolutely steamrolling through this tournament because feed me VCU. I want VCU too. Zeb Jackson and Brandon Johns, where do they run away to? Oh, yeah, the Rams. That's right. That's right. No, we, we're going to beat them in the championship. Or how about Bobby Hurley in Arizona State? I want them to because Frankie Collins skipped down That's right. to go over to the <laughs> Sun right. Devils. Hunter Dickinson and crew, grudge guys. I oh, mean, man, that makes me want to watch this game even more. <laughs> so you got a four and oh, I'll, I'll join yeah. you four and oh, four and oh. Then they get the Ohio Bobcats. Don't look now, but the Ohio Bobcats, they, they're not a bad team. They're, they were 25 and 10 a season ago. Jeff Bowles yeah, does a great job there. Um, they did lose some, some key pieces though in the portal. Yeah. So I, I will say, I'm going to say they stay undefeated. I'm going to say they stay undefeated. If it, to me right now, if I had to forecast the one loss, I think I think if I had to, if you told me they're definitely going to have one loss by this point in the season, I think I would go VCU. Um, um, yeah, I, th- I I think I would go probably Arizona State over VCU. Okay. Uh, um, I'm I'm a big Mac guy, big Horizon guy. I love Oakland and all these uh, Michigan schools in my backyard. Ohio, I think they lost a little bit too much. I like Toledo squad a lot there in the Mac this yeah. year. So I think we Ohio have lost Ohio Jason beat. Carter, Vanderplas, the uh, the other kid yeah. who's at Bama. Imagine, imagine Virginia. They get beat by Vanderplas in the tournament, and they go, "Hey, come here. We want you." Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was when I saw him go to UVA. I was like, "That's just so perfect." <laughs> I, I was like, "The system," because yeah. he stretches the floor. That dude can hit threes, and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna see him one way or another because right after the November 23rd game against Jackson State, shout out to what Deion Sanders is doing there. 
Um, that will be an easy win. So basically, wow, I got you six and zero to start the season, and then in Ann Arbor, the ACC Big Ten Challenge, Virginia against Michigan. Eileen, Michigan. Eileen, Michigan, because it's in Ann Arbor. If this was in Charlottesville, I'd be taking Virginia. If this was in a neutral place, I'd be taking Virginia. This is this uh, is tricky though, because I think Bennett will have a game plan to limit Dickinson. Yeah, I think this is just the first true test for a fresh Michigan team as they play a Virginia team that returns like everybody from last year. Tony Bennett and that defense is really going to challenge. Uh, anybody but Hunter Dickinson to beat them. The key to this game is quality outside shots. Like not only making them, but like getting good shots off because this team will force uh, contested shots. Uh, last year, the weakness of this team, like I mentioned, was just getting like making uh, making shots <laughs> outside shots. So this game is when somebody else needs to step up because it's so early in the season. I'm going to give this game to the Wahoos. We'll get you in the tourney, Patty. Seat. I, I I also feel like I feel like you would take an L here. One yeah. of these one of these teams would get them though. This is the loss. Like, like I'm gonna say by this point, heading into December, you will have one loss. It might be Virginia, yeah. it might be VCU, it might be Arizona State, but I got one loss happening in the month of November. Me too. In December, you head to London, England. Grab your <laughs> cup of tea and fish and chips. I don't know Malcolm, why the fuck. Where are we this- at? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Malcolm. Um why the hell is this game being played? This is like the, like just play this in Lexington or in, in Ann Arbor, and we're we're very happy. I mean, it's still better played anywhere than not played. But come on, ABC Cal doesn't want to go on the road. Come on, yeah, he sucks, man. With that, <laughs> I I mean, he's a good coach and and a great recruiter, but I I can't stand the fact he won't go play on these these home campuses. Uh. I'm taking Kentucky though, because Oscar Tashibe is like the best player in the nation. <laughs> is he going to be healthy though? Like that's. I the keep hearing question. that. I keep hearing yeah. that. I mean, I'm nervous about. I'm not nervous about playing Kentucky. I'm more nervous for Kentucky, because I mean, like he's he says he's feeling pain when he's running. Calipari said to the media that his knee swells up after exercise, and I mean, Cal in front of the media, he's all like, I mean, just pivotal role in Kentucky media. That's all they have to report on over there. He's asking for like pressure to be taken off of the guys. I'm wondering why that is. I mean, like this is an experienced group that should live up to the pressure. I have Kentucky sometimes you just us. gotta fucking talk. Yeah. You know I, I mean, have, like that you I just throw Kentucky. it. We're, we're in this day and age where everything's overkill. It's like you get, how many times can you ask me about the same thing? You know what yeah. I mean? And I just think he's, you just like, Oh, you gotta, well, you know, just, uh, I I got I who you got winning this one? You got, you got I, I have I have Kentucky beating us. I'm just you know if Sheboy's not there, Dickinson's going to be able to eat. Uh, that's what I'm gonna say. Uh, it sounds like Sheboy's missing games. He's not gonna play at first. But, I mean, this is a month into the season though, right? It's a knee though. Like that's a big dude. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm taking Kentucky. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Michigan fans. All right. I was on, you know, I, I was on you guys and I'm a, I'm a Harbaugh guy. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, December 8th, Michigan heads to uh, the barn to take on Minnesota golden Gophers and Ben Johnson squad. 
this should be a dub. You, I mean, Minnesota's weird though. I feel like they were better in year one than I thought they would have been. If that makes sense. Like they were not a good team, but they were yeah. more competitive than I thought they would be in year one, which makes Michigan me- beat them with not a great Michigan team early in the year, like a hundred to 55. If I remember correctly, I'm going to pull that up. We blew them out early in the year last year. At in Ann Arbor or in uh, Minneapolis? I think it was in Minneapolis, if memory serves me correct. Well, I'm taking Michigan anyway, but that only helps my argument. Um, (laughs) That that game's on Big Ten Network on Thursday, December 8th. I suppose you got them winning that one as well? Yeah, I have have them beating Minnesota there. All right, then they host Lipscomb. (laughs) One of the greatest names for a university. Uh, Lipscomb. Uh, in Ann Arbor, Saturday, December seventeenth. That should be a dub. So just two losses so far. Then you got the Jump Man in Inventational. Get get ready to jump. Um, the Tar Heels are pl- this game's in Charlotte, man. You're gonna have this is a this is a way game, pretty much. I, I'm taking Carolina. Sorry. Yeah, me Car- too. Get, yeah, it, it, I, if I it think was, it's a really cool event. I mean, not really a neutral site game there as it's in Michael Jordan's hometown of Charlotte. So it's going to be yeah. pro North Carolina crowd, but you know, this is kind of going to be Michigan's champions classic for the next few years. And I cannot wait for a Michigan, Florida matchup. I've got a trash nice. Jersey hanging up over here. Nice. There we go. I know that's another one of your teams. Um, yeah, so I got them losing that, and then they get Central Michigan in Ann Arbor on Thursday, December 29th. That's a win. So basically, heading into the new year, I have them with three losses. I think I think you do as well. Which would then, yeah. it would then, uh, you know, uh, I guess that would not be disappointing to Michigan fans, correct? That would be kind of run of the mill because you're a Michigan fan, right? Yeah, be I would be happy. I, I think. Five is where you're just a little bit concerned because that means you either lost to VCU and you dropped the game to PFW or East, Eastern Michigan. All right. Uh, well, look, before we get to the 2023 part of the schedule, we're just going to pick up uh, a, a, a part or two of that schedule. We're not going to go through every yeah. game. Uh, I want to tell folks out there that we're on YouTube, the college basketball experience, youtube.com slash the college experience. Like I said, every single night of the season, we'll be here talking best games, talking best bets, talking uh, best, you know, everything, best rivalry games, best matchups. Um, so check us out. We're on there, but we're part of the sports gambling podcast network sports gambling podcast started it all for us back in 2011. They uh, are on YouTube as well. So check them out. And if you do, they're giving you a chance to win a free free to enter a uh, chance to win an autographed Lawrence Taylor, New York giants, or Brian Dawkins, Philadelphia Eagles Jersey. It's free to enter folks. What do you got to lose? I know it might not be your team. Maybe you're rooting for the lions, but fuck it. Might as well, might as well get that Lawrence Taylor Jersey. Might come with some cocaine on it or something. Uh, Subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. That's all you have to do. Subscribe, then comment on a video. And each video is a new chance to win. Turn on your notifications. So you don't miss it. When a SGP contacts you, when they pull out the winner and the winner will be announced this upcoming Sunday, which will be November 6th the night of the six. So get in there um, and uh, yeah, let it ride. Let's go. All right. Looking at the remainder of the schedule, I'm trying to have us pick out a three game stretch. And I'm very curious what you think the toughest three game stretch is for the Wolverines where you know, they're going to go through some adversity and they'll need to grab some key wins there. Um, 
is there a three game stretch where you say, Oh man, I hope we can go two and one here. Maybe if we go three and oh, we'll be a two seed, a three seed, something. Um, which one catches your eye the most? The hardest three game stretch. You know, I'm actually like kind of pissed off with how the schedule kind of got churned out. We finished the season. This is my three game stretch. We finished the season on senior day with Wisconsin. Now all the headlines are going to read, Hey, Jawan Howard slapped Greg guard last year. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the rematch of that game. Cause uh, I mean, this is our home game against them, but this is the look ahead spot because the new rivalry with Illinois and then after Illinois, it's a back-to-back road and you go to Indiana. So, I mean, the new rivalry with Illinois, I don't know if a lot of non-Michigan fans know about this. All of the regular season title BS from 2021, when Michigan and Illinois didn't play each other twice that year, yeah, Michigan yeah. won the regular season. Illinois won the Big Ten tournament. Illinois claims that they won the regular season too because it was technically a tie. Um, they then, <laughs> I love it. They then sweep Michigan in 2021, and we played one of those games without Dickinson, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast. Um, then, I mean, this is where you get your popcorn out, folks, because it's the recruiting trail, and, you know, with all the transfer portal nonsense, the, this offseason Terrence Shannon Jr. wants to transfer out of Texas yes, Tech. So yes. throughout April, you know, Hunter Dickinson, he was recruiting Shannon hard out of Texas Tech. I heard, like, they were even rumored to, like, go out to dinner. Like, Dickinson, Jace Howard, and Terrence Shannon, you know. um, Shannon's former AAU coach, I believe it was, then tweets out, he commits to Michigan. We're all going crazy. We got Terrence Shooter. We have a shooter. We have a shooter on the outside, Terrence Shannon Jr., yeah. Then all of a sudden he didn't commit to Michigan. Literally like a week later, he commits to Illinois. Hunter Dickinson took the Twitter and absolutely dragged the Red Raiders head coach, Mark Adams for yeah. uh, not allowing about, yeah. Shannon to transfer. And I remember this of Shannon not having enough credit hours to transfer to Michigan. Anyways. I mean, now you have time passing from school year. It was like May to uh big 10 media day. Now, Jace Howard and Hunter Dickinson are the representatives for the Wolverines players. And a journalist asked them if there was one player that you could play with in the big 10, that's not on the Michigan roster this year, who would it be? And Dickinson and Jace both answered like instantly Terrence Shannon jr. I mean, this game against Illinois is in the state farm center, but trust me, Dickinson's a grudge guy. Dick's dropping it on the table. He's putting up a 25 point double, double Michigan's winning this game. We lose Wisconsin. We lose Indiana, but as long as we beat Illinois, I think a lot of people are going to be happy. And, and the Vegas odds on winner to win the big 10 is Indiana. That will be interesting to see how that shakes out. I think it's a very open conference, a lot of value in a lot of these teams. So uh, uh, my, my toughest stretch I had, I, lo- I I saw that stretch and I agree that that's right there. I just thought the, uh, the February 11th home to Indiana, then February 14th at Wisconsin, knowing what happened there a season ago. And then your, uh, your, your home game against Tom Izzo in Ann Arbor on Fox on February 18th, those three, but I, I, they could all be argued. So yeah, um, I mean, it's the big 10, you got tough games every week. So yeah. Yeah. So let, let's get to it. To speaking of big 10, where do you have, I'm very curious. So look at these, uh, uh, let me let me pull up the odds right here. But I'm curious, where where you do you think like they can win the Big Ten regular season this year? Um, I, I think it's 
sort of wide open because you have Indiana kind of enacting the UCLA team from 2021 where they bring back everybody. Well, I mean, yes, but I, I still am not like fully believing in Indiana. And then I just don't think there's a runaway team in the Big Ten. I'm not going to be a homer. I think Illinois wins the Big Ten, actually. I think it goes Illinois, Michigan, um, and then Indiana's probably right there in the mix as well. It's it's really hard to pick a winner. I have Michigan coming in the top three, though. I, I, mean, I think the well, odds, the odds. So uh, Indiana's plus 320, Michigan's plus 425, Illinois is plus 550, Iowa's plus 600, Purdue's plus 700, Michigan State's plus 750, Ohio State's plus 1100, which I think you maybe should consider. Uh, Wisconsin's plus eighteen hundred, um, and then uh, and then even Maryland at plus four thousand. Uh, I'll put it like <laughs> this: I I struggle with this conference. We've previewed a bunch of these conferences. Go check them out. I struggle with this conference the most, I think, because every team has glaring holes. Yeah, and they're all similar to me. I I uh, I went out on a limb the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, uh, you know what? Give me Wisconsin to win the the Big Ten. Really? Right? Two years in a row. I just think they play better when they're not expected to be good. I have no idea, but I'll be honest. Like we hung up the phone, me and Mac Ryan McIntyre, and we hung up the the call on this, and we're like, I don't know. I mean, he took Purdue. No, I think he took no no no. Actually, that's what it was. I took Purdue. He took Indiana, right? He went chalk with Indiana, and I, I'm sorry, I didn't take Wisconsin. I took I took Purdue, and 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 I just said, well, Painter normally, you know, he, I, I would never take Purdue in the NCAA tournament. Like I've lost too much money <laughs> on them throughout they my lost life. Lost to St. Peter's, yeah. <laughs> the, the Kentucky lost to St. Peter's. Purdue lost to even them, the so. Carson Edwards thing. You had like a ten point lead with like a minute left, and and found a way to lose to Virginia. But I I look at that team, and I don't think it's super talented. But I, those are the teams that to me, Painter gets, gets up. So, uh, I, I think I went Purdue one, Indiana two. He did Indiana one. And I think he had, if, if memory serves me correct, I think he has the Illini two. So, okay. um, I mean, but I, I, I honestly think if you're an Ohio state fan, if you're a Michigan fan, like why would you not place a bet on your team? Because like, when I look at these <laughs> rosters, when I look at all these rosters, I don't see like a gigantic gap from with like, Indiana, so Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, Iowa, Purdue, Michigan State, Ohio State, Wisconsin. I even think you might even be able to throw Maryland in that mix. All of those teams, there's not a gigantic gap. It's no. going to come down to some great games, and I think if you're a fan of these teams, you know, I would bet, I would bet the hell out of it. If I'm, a, if I, you're telling me I'm a fan of Iowa or Michigan or whatever, I would, I would definitely go out there. Michigan plus four twenty-five. That's good odds. It's a nice price. I, uh, I, I do have Michigan finishing third. I, I had him finishing third in the big 10, but um, let me ask you this. What's the ceiling in the NCAA tournament? I mean, he's gotten to the late eight or sweet 16 with less in my opinion. So I think the ceiling is the elite eight. I agree. That's what I was going to say. Um, which I would take further than Purdue, by the way, folks, the ceiling for me at <laughs> Purdue is like the round of so, 32. I mean, yeah. fun fact, big 10, they've had nine teams in the last two NCAA tournaments. They blow in the NCAA tournament. The big 10 just does not live up to expectations. The one team that has is Michigan. There you go. There you <laughs> go. There. there you DeJuan go. Howard. 
<laughs> there you go. All right, folks. Well, uh, I cannot wait for the season to start. Uh, to start, I, I think IPFW could give could could be a little chippier than people think. Subscribe to the college basketball experience, and also remember to uh, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Noah Beanick is on Twitter uh, at seventy seven NB. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you will see it right there. Um, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow. Cannot wait for the season to start. I know he's repping the Michigan shirt, and uh, yeah, check- the scissor shot from Jordan Jordan Poole. Oh man, that was classic. <laughs> that was classic. So anyway, hop on in and uh, and uh, and check us out. And uh, if you can, also uh, um, subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to the M- MLB Gambling Podcast. Noah does great work there too, and. Uh, yeah, I'm very I'm looking forward to the season. I think this is going to be a great year. Come talk Michigan football and basketball with us. I, I, I was one of my strongest plays is Michigan on the over in football. Still, Michigan State on the under. Love yes, that oh, one. yeah. All these Michigan <laughs> State fans gave me shit all off season. How's that looking now, huh? How's that looking? <laughs> Love Ta- it. Coming. No, no, come on, stop fucking with me. Um, <laughs> all right, folks. Well, this is the college basketball experience, Michigan Wolverine style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Thinking about the good shit The minute that I seen your grill again It made me good trip Good dog the mind back Like dog but why that Man I didn't get mad When you near me Hit the time back But the coming on was strong Now my shit's coming along You know the song The truth is I'm pretty much on fire again It's heating up for real I'm alive again uh, And that's the attraction factor Vancouver, Michigan With my rap disaster Yeah You know you want it How you want it No need to trip Cause I got it Doc got it It's all yours and the extras too All the super music and the sex for who uh-huh. Just get it straight cause he caught me in a good mood Let me demonstrate what this time of year could do Yeah, sing it